Mr. Sneak Attack, he tried to get me again, too. I did, actually, though. Mm. <laughs> and it was perfect, and he told me to delete it, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's all right, man. It's JJ every day. JJ. Happy Wednesday, man. Happy the months Wednesday. stringing together is May 20th. Happy Wednesday, man. Almost in June. My sister got a birthday coming on, man. What's your June sister's birthday? 7th. June 7th. What you about to get her? somebody i don't even know a dude but his twitter name is i'm not dipper <laughs> all right i'm not dipper, I'm not dipper. but shout out Meech. Right, yeah shout out to Meech, man crazy. he got like three shirts over there he yes, thought sir. man he thought he was uh you know the the the, uh, the one with the most collection of shirts man i had to tell him man somebody manny. nah nah manny got two but he's about to get four, I believe. Do he only got? Not Manny. Okay, then. Uh, Manny might have four. I was thinking about him too. Got it, but Crystal's tied with him at three, so she got three as well. All right. She got one in every color. Then it gotta be. And Lester, second place. I mean, second right after. He oh, got I thought two it was well. Lester. So who got the most? It's Crystal and uh, Meech. They oh, okay. got three. Oh, Crystal and Meech with three. Oh, okay. Well, let's get into it, man. Big shout out to them. Jordan documentary is Ooh. over. What'd you think? I'm underweighted. Rated scale of one to ten. Like it, love it, hate it. It was uh it was a ten, of course. I mean, but I mean I'm still underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, they could have went more in depth. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. We had all this time. They were hyping us up for about three and years. More in depth, what do you mean? You think just more you think they just scratched the surface on a lot of things and then kind Definitely. of once they were Because I really all right, coming out of this what did I really learn? All right. Um, I learned that uh, Scottie Pippen's contract wasn't wasn't uh, so so gracious, I guess. Man. But, I mean, he made plenty of money of elsewhere. So, why does the money even matter for real? Um, Let's just put it in perspective at that time compared to the other players at his statue. What they what he was making compared to what they were making. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, when you put it into perspective, yeah, he was like the was 40th like, place or whatever, something like that. And he might have been a top three player in the league. Yeah. Um, what else did I learn? Um, About why Jordan was struggling in the uh, beginning years. Because, you know, when people be like, uh, people don't mention his first six years, he didn't make it to the playoffs. He lost in the playoffs or he got up first round or something like that. Well, yeah, they showed us why and what, what was going on. You know, it wasn't, it was only him, basically. And then he had All-Stars coming in and helping him. Yeah, just like anybody else. Yeah. yeah whoever who's ever played basketball. There's no sure. champion in any Everybody sport. That's everything help, about so. You know, um, so, you know, that was a... Uh, that wasn't overstated. See, my thing is, I feel sometimes people discredit the help he had to up Jordan. That's my only thing. 
with Jordan. That's the reason I like how they kind of highlight it. You know, that one season when he did leave, you know how, how good the Bulls were afterwards when, when he wasn't there because he was playing with some really good players. But it also goes to show just how good and how dominant he was that he was even playing with, you know, three All-Stars I think they had that year. Mm-hmm. But when, you know, when he was on the court, their roles, you know, they weren't so minimalized. They were, you know, they were really small kind of characters. I think it's the, this, I think, think it's the other way. Yeah, I think it's the opposite. Like, I think people down Jordan because his teammates were so great. Like, people would be like, LeBron didn't have, you know, all, all like, you know, them, them type of caliber players or Kobe didn't have that type of caliber player. People always, like, use that. And then they, I hear, like, yeah, they went to, they went to the finals without him. Like, the Eastern Conference finals without him. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, I hear. Oh, I, I feel like I always hear it as the uh, as the opposite. Well, not really the opposite from the other two, but you know, with, with Jordan, well, not all the time. But I feel like you know, I liked how this documentary did highlight that. You know, they did because I feel like people seem to leave that out, but you know, fail to realize that you know, even when Jordan left, the team wasn't terrible. They just couldn't get over. You know, Jordan was the difference, man. He was the difference. Clearly, they used that. That's what highlighted. He was the clear no matter. They had three all-stars no matter what. He was the clear-cut difference. Yeah. You know, three straight. And, you know, Eastern Conference, that's still something. But it ain't, you know, it ain't another title. And Jordan's the difference. You see it as soon as he came back. Yeah. Uh, the, the, last, went on. the last two episodes were were probably the worst ones to me. Yeah, man. Um, I was upset. But the best thing I did take away from that was, like, how much um, other players respected him, even after, like, bad playoff losses, like Larry Bird coming up to him and congratulating him after um, he got the, mm-hmm. the ring on him, um, how Carmelo got on the bus, you know, and, and said congratulations after a win, and even him waiting after the locker room, just, you know what I'm saying, saying congrats again. And and that made me think back to even when Patrick Ewing on one of his last games, one of George's last games, he came over and to the locker room was like, Yeah, don't start that, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Congratulations and all that. Yeah. So a lot of people respected him more. You know, it was behind the scenes, of course. It wasn't like all that like, you know, in the in the cameras like like nowadays, but you know. It was not- plenty of respect. Yeah. And that's what that's the one thing Jordan, you know, did command. Uh, I learned, uh, I, I did learn a ton from this. Um, let me see what I learned. Obviously, I think we touched on maybe before, you know, the behind the scenes things we got to look at where you got to see Jordan, not even as a basketball player, you know, but as a person, you know, not Jordan, the guy with the shoes, you know, Jordan the person when he's playing around, you know, uh, the security guards. He is at golf. Um, yeah, when he built that, you know, when he built his uh, the relationship. Um, with the security guard, you know, they he pretty much, uh, you know, was was there with him to do it through the rest of the way. Um, even when he was uh battling cancer, um, just cause he 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 knew Jordan needed him there. Um, so those things I really liked. But I'm with you, man. I, I think it was really underwhelming. Um, you know, I thought they would get a lot more in depth, maybe on you know why. They did touch on things, you know, the way they were, but maybe a little bit more into the, the locker room. I feel like every time they did start to get, you know, in-depth on the subject, yeah. the subject kind of just ended. And I feel like that was for a reason. Yeah, I was um, telling you uh, yesterday, I was like, man, not to sound weird, but there was no spiciness. You know what I'm saying? There was no, 
like the Isaiah Thomas thing, I know there was more to it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I they they really brushed that it. off. And they were like, uh, Jordan basically lied to us, in my opinion. He was like, uh, they didn't say nothing to me. I yeah, okay. He probably did. But at the same time, I do understand why he couldn't be on that. Team. Yeah, I understand. But let's just say it, man. Let's yeah. put it out there, then. And let's say if we're going to do a documentary, let's be honest with it now. But even to that point, even in that, you know, even in with them holding, withholding or holding back on things, you know. Uh, because, again, some things you can't put out there. That That is, that is a factor as well. Some things, you know, that happen in the locker room or happen behind them doors, you can't. It, some things just got to stay like behind Like pizza. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and that's another thing. Man, the whole Five guys story. came up to you with pizza. And you ate it. What, first of all, first of all, no first one else all. in the room touched it. That's the whole thing. Nobody first else all, in the room touched it. How they know it was Michael Jordan? First of all, pizza? yeah, what pizza place are you going to? Well, there ain't no pizza, pizza Hut, there ain't no Papa John's that you could just get any generic and your manager or the security person person can't go get it, you know what I'm saying? You let five people come up in the hotel. First of all, five the five, room, five police, five piece of delivery man is not going up in no hotel room. I don't care. It, bro, you could be a regular person. They're not going up there for you. Now, Michael Jordan, they're not setting up five delivery people. people. What? And I, I just want to even, I mean, look, it wasn't a rival city. You know what I'm saying? We're not in Chicago. Y'all in a rival city. But that even furthers my point of why are you and no one else? My whole other thing. So nobody else. He's the only one that touched that pizza. Hey, let's say you're Michael Jordan. It's me and it's another homie in there. You're hungry, so we order you pizza off the late. And you're the only one that ever touches that. That's never gonna. The pizza come. On, come we all go, even if you're not hungry. You know how it is when a fresh box of pizza get put in front of you. You know how when you open it, you man, I wasn't hungry, but let me let me get a piece. So why the other two homies wasn't 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 all sweaty throwing up with them? It just doesn't make sense, man. Y'all was taking shots, hungover. Y'all crushed y'all the bottles. Yeah, <laughs> y'all was done. Jordan had a little too much, was hungover, and yeah, they probably did eat the was. pizza. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and then they blamed. They probably thought it was five people that came up to the joint. It was in the rival city. They was they. they uh, he's Jordan. We can spend this. All right, but but listen, man. It the is hell out of here, man. I don't believe a pizza gate, now, especially not after. Uh, and what are they gonna put in the pizza? Especially not after that Bradford story he ran with for 10 years. Yeah. I think I'm believing you with some pizza. I don't believe a word you say. And what do you even put in pizza that just causes somebody to have a stomach virus? No, nah, you could, I don't know. You you, you could poison, uh, you could food, but it's it's just, um, um, I, I don't know, man. I don't, it wasn't pizza, dude. Five guys ain't pulling up to deliver pizza. Like you said, I don't care where you are. And if, bro, if somebody poisoned Michael Jordan, we would have heard about that. <laughs> they would have been sued. <laughs> they would have found out exactly who those five people are, man. This wouldn't have been no secret story. Um, freaking somebody who wasn't a fan, Horace Grant, mm-hmm. says the documentary is BS. Says what he says is not a documentary. Um, calls Jordan a snitch. Um, and so Horace Grant's whole thing is obviously Jordan's the one. You know, Jordan said that he gave Sam Smith the information for, I believe it was the Jordan Rules book. Yeah, because he was close with Sam Smith. Exactly. Yep, because he was close with Sam Smith. Horace Grant said it's outright lie, 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 lie. Basically says, you know, Jordan just doesn't, you know, he had a grudge with me. I don't know. Um, And he put that out there. Um, He said, he said, if Jordan has a grudge, 
against you, um, he's gonna he's gonna try to destroy your character. And he alluded to, uh, he alluded, um, he noted some of the closest friendships he's had are not friends. Alluded to Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. You know how they was friends for years, and all because Barkley says you're not a good, you know, you're not a good owner of the Charlotte Hornets, Bobcats at the time, which was nothing but a fact. They haven't spoken since. Um, so Grant alluded to that. Um, he he's just basically saying it's a lie. The whole thing where he says, you know, you've heard Jordan tell flight attendants not to give Horace Grant food um, on the plane. Mm-hmm. Horace Grant says that's true. Um, but he also said anybody who knows me as a rookie, if anybody comes up and tries to snatch my food away, I'm going to do my best to beat their ass, Grant said. And believe me, back then I could have took MJ in a heartbeat. He said, yes, it's true. He told the flight attendant, well, don't give him anything because he played like crap. And I went right back at him. Uh, he said he had some choice words. He wouldn't repeat. Um, but basically, he said, if you want it, he stood up and said, if you want it, you come and get it. And, of course, Jordan didn't move. And he said he was just barking. But that was the story. That was the end of the story. <laughs> so, you know, that whole Horace Grant thing, you know, that was blown out of proportion. So, yeah, he, listen, he, he just basically went on Jordan about the way he leaded and, you know, calling his teammates this and that. But as Jordan said, in the documentary, he said, my style of leadership is not for everybody. He said, you know, if that's not your style, that that's fine. It's not for everybody. Find, you know, find your own way to lead. So, Jordan, I mean, listen, Horace got points, but uh, Jordan, he made it cut clear, you know. If you don't like it, I understand. You can go find your own style, but this is me who I am. So, I mean, all in all, though, I appreciated the documentary. Or the so-called documentary, as Horace called it. Because mm-hmm. he, he also alluded to, you know, um, the people who, uh, director Jason Ayer. Where he did he say? Ah, two of George's closest friends, Eastie Portnay and Curtis Polk, were executive producers on the docu-series. And he's basically like, come on, guys. It, it obviously only without them. Only stuff y'all saw is what he wanted to see. Yeah, of course. We knew that. So, yeah. So, he's like, all right, whatever. But, nah, man, listen, whatever, regardless of your opinion on the uh, Jordan documentary, uh, I really, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I don't think you could have done anything but enjoy it. Unless you're, you know, obviously a player back then. But, but as, a, as a viewer, man, I, I don't think you could have done anything but enjoy the documentary. Yeah, was, I enjoyed it. It was really good. Uh, it, was, it was a phenomenal documentary, so... It's also reported that um, Scotty Pippen didn't like the way he was depicted. I gotta see what he um, what he says on that. I'm pretty sure he's gonna um, hop on the jump one day. Yeah, we haven't heard anything. He hasn't spoke since it aired. Um, but and I, again, I don't, I can't fault that. I was speaking to uh, Milton earlier actually too, uh, and he told me the same thing uh, the day it was airing a couple of days ago. He said, "Man, Scotty, it's not a good look in his documentary." You know, the 1.8 seconds, you know, he didn't come in the game. Um, I think the migraine game, I believe. Uh, and then, you know, also, you know, when his back was out. But, uh, I, listen, I, I would have to agree with Scottie Pippen on that one, man. It, he wasn't portrayed the way I expected him to be portrayed. I won't lie to you. You know, uh feel like he had more lows than highs. In this documentary, uh, and 
a point that was made was why was the 1.8 seconds in, in, you know, in the documentary? I understand, you know, it's a part of the history, a part of, you know, a big part of what happened that season. Uh, but, you know, the documentary was about, supposed to be about the title winning teams, I guess. Um, I don't know, but I, that, that was just a point that was made by none other, who was Grant, <laughs> who said, you know, why, why was that point even in there if it, if it was supposed to be, you know, about I feel like a lot of people probably didn't know about that because it, it was probably kind of buried a little bit. And on mm-hmm. top of that, Scotty Pippen kind of did it to himself. He said he didn't change his mind. Oh, like he would have done it again. I don't know. He made himself look. I mean, he made himself look all messed up. Yeah, true, true. Um, but I don't know. Listen, I I I agree with Scotty. Um, he wasn't portrayed in the best light. Because again, but outside of that, that that's what people are highlighting on. Um, but in his career, he had you know he had way more contributions to the Bulls in that title run that could have been highlighted. Then that 1.8 seconds in the season where Jordan, well, you know, wasn't even a part of the team, uh, per se. So, listen, there's always going to be critics of something you put out there, man. Definitely. Jordan, I'm sorry. We don't have your ass for this one, buddy. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> we know about you. But, no, again, good, good, good document. Uh, good little docu-series, man. Thanks, ESPN, for dropping it early for us. Shoot. Uh... And have you seen, uh, uh, what was you about to say? What that? But they're about to play Game Six, and as a movie. Oh no! They're game Six of what? On Wednesday. Game Six of that, that last game with the Bulls. Oh, it's like oh, a whole oh. movie. It's like another in-depth movie. Either oh. this Wednesday or next Wednesday. I have no idea. Oh, okay. But it's coming on soon. What were you about to say? Oh, I was gonna allude to ESPN and uh, the Thirty for Thirty schedule they got. Yeah, boy, I can't wait. It's Bruce Lee, right? First, yeah, be like water, man. Be like water, I'm dude. Water, I can't wait, bro. Boy, I'm about to get crazy. Sunday nine o'clock. Uh, when does it? Let me, let me, let me give y'all the full. I'm about to uh, reopen my Disney Plus account just for. Be like water. Oh wait, don't you have uh, ESPN (laughs) Plus? What? It's going to be on ESPN. No, I'm saying I want to watch all the uh, 30 for 30s. Just right oh, no, nah, I don't got ESPN Plus. I'm about to I'm about to get that drink, man. But, uh, yeah, man, what's next, man? Really, yeah, really looking forward to that. Let me see what's next for us. Oh, um, man, we got a, this is a, a very hypothetical, but just something that, you know, I saw um, and it grabbed my attention. Not a big football guy, and I'm speaking of soccer now. Not a big football guy, but you know, uh, this really grabbed my attention. Mario Balotelli, um, he, you know, he launched the ads to his African colleagues um, to collect money and develop local football, and then establish themselves on the continent. Challenged my African players to put money together with me to leave the races Europe and build stadiums in Africa and develop our youth. We have the money. We can build at least five world-class stadiums in each country and sign the petition that no player will be exported to Europe anymore, he said. That's a tall task. That is is a very, very tall tall task. But outside of it even being completed, just the thought of it, you know, or, you know, what do you you think about it? I I think, I mean, I I like the thought of it. Now, you know, when you get into the logistics and, you know, how it's really going to happen, that's a different story. But I I like where he's going. I like the concept. Yeah, I like where it's going. Um, The conversation needs to be started. And in this day and age where we see things, you know, change, where we seeing things shift before our eyes, we got, 
you know, the NCAA and Jebby, like, you know, we see, we know movements can be started. Like, honestly, Africa needs to start making their own basketball leagues, their own soccer leagues. I mean, I know they got their own soccer leagues, but it needs to be, you know, bigger. their best players saying? need to be in Africa doing their thing, you know. Um, it can't be them going to England and where they're literally throwing bananas on the on the joint or, like, Spanish countries, and they're just being racist towards towards these players. Like, it's just... It's racist, you know what I'm saying? It's racist mm-hmm. in these places. Italy got the race, like you're, these European countries. They really don't like black people, and then they're out there getting paid, and it's just not okay. And so you might as well just stay home if if it if it makes sense for you. But I understand people's coming from you know coming from homes where yeah. why would why would I give up my money to go back? <laughs> yeah, but start this, and I, I, and I feel you, but um. You know, to the point, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, yeah, you need money. So, yeah, then, you know, immediately. But the point of why would you is, you know, there's a lot of reasons to your point. The racist chance, the way they get treated. And when you think about it, it's kind of like um, when you're thinking about, you know, football or basketball, they're, they're, I don't know if they're the majority, but man, listen, you take these, you take African players off of these Series A teams, teams in oh, yeah, Europe, definitely. you know, off of these teams, what there might not be. I mean, look, they can have it. They might not be. I don't know too much about soccer, but they might not be able to have, you know, these leagues, these leagues that they're having. If you take, I'm not just talking about the top African players. I'm talking about you take every African player off of every non-African roster and you put them on African rosters. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, African teams may dominate, so he does have a point. But to your, uh, to you know, you know, when you get down to the logistics and things of that nature, um, it, you know, it's it's gonna be tricky. But I would love to see it at least attempted to be done because, uh, like you said, the chance they have, you know, these countries when you go to these games, they'll have whole chance, you know, made up um, for these players, and that's what they deal with. Um, Every day, you know, every single every yeah. single game, you know, and that where they live, uh, you living in Italy. They don't want you here. You one of the top players. Um, so dang, it's tough, man. But I, I really like to, I really like that thought, man. Uh, yeah, I like it too. But uh, we just gotta see, man. We gotta hope. Uh, hope we get past all this corruption and things. Yeah, that I think that would be one of the main hurdles, you know, would be the corruption. But you give it about. 10 minutes? I mean, I said 10 minutes. Give it 10 years? Give it, give it 10 more years, maybe. Because it's not going to happen overnight. But you give it 10 more years, maybe. And now, listen, it's going to be it's gonna be slow. But, again, you have the conversation to start. Mm-hmm. Conversation start. It could be funded, too. You know, by... They, they definitely have the It can be there. funded. You know what I'm saying? So, hope this game's trashing. What we got next, man? Africa versus Europe. See, really the boss at soccer. Boy, people going to be fighting in them stands like crazy. <laughs> Say some racist then. <laughs> man, I think what you got up there? UFC, man, from this past weekend. Yes, sir. This weekend, it was May 16th. Yeah. Um, we just going to start off with the featherweight bout. Song Yadong winning three rounds in a decision. He beat Marlon Vera, of course. Um, He was, he was going to win that joint anyway. 
Uh, moving on, Mr. Joko. I don't know how to say his first name. Uh, <laughs> he beat Eric Anders in three rounds as well. It was another decision. Yeah, unanimous. Joko, yeah. 22 and 4, man. Uh, Dan Ige. Yes, sir. Split decision victory, man. This was a good fight. Yeah, over Edson Barboza. Dan Ives improves to four and two. Better fight, which was uh, kind of controversial. I think it was supposed to be a draw in this one. I've heard other people think Angela Hill should have won this, but Claudia Gadela uh, went ahead and uh, beat her in the strawweight bout. What do you think? Who do you think would have won that? Should have won that one. Um, I think I would have gone with a split. Yeah, definitely. I think I would have gone with a um. But I mean, Angela should be. Yeah, yeah. Draws, right? But uh, Angela should be um. Should be uh ranked after this fight because it was a pretty good fight, and uh, Claudia is the number six woman fighter in the world. So mm-hmm. why not? Twelve and eight record, not too kind, man. And the heavyweight bout. Uh, the main event, uh, Walt Harris, who, uh, is first match this back a after, fight. yeah, first match back after, um, his stepdaughter, uh, was kidnapped and killed, uh, but Overeem, too much for him, put him in a bad position, had Walt on his stomach, laid out flat. Couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Couldn't couldn't win. Both um both fighters each had a knockdown on their on their record. Definitely. Um a early on it looked like um it looked like Walt Harris had Overeem. Yeah. You know, Overeem uh, just had a good connection on there. Yeah, that. it looked like he had him. Uh he was able to withstand the, you know, the the first round onslaught, the first round barrage. Um, and he, he forced Walt Harris, uh, you know, he forced the ref to stop it. When you see him there, obviously, uh, very emotional, obviously. You know, yeah. Very, very kind words being said to him. But, man, what a that, – that, that was a heck of a fight, especially everything that was behind it. Definitely. One of the, one of the best fights. Did not disappoint uh, the main event. Walt Harris dropped to 13-8. and eight. And Alistair Overeem, man, this man has – Four, six, and eighteen. This man, he's loves fighting. Yeah, man. He, he wants it. Bring it on. Four, he's, six, and eighteen. He's not scared, bro. man. He's not scared. JC during the fight. We talk about Mike Tyson. Come on, retirement, man. Yeah, Boy, who are we arguing with again? Yeah, but I forgot. Bruce. Bruce, my man, hard. Hey, look. I don't know why, but Bruce for some reason thinks that. Mike Tyson, at this age, he's 52 or 53 years old. He thinks that he can keep up with the likes of um, Joshua. Um, who's the Spanish guy? It's not Ortiz. Um, it's, what's his name? Ruiz. Ruiz, I'm sorry. Um, and Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. I said Mike Tyson would die. In yeah, those I, don't think, I don't think those. Yeah. Um, yeah, nah, man. I right, listen, pair him with Evander Holyfield. The boxing commissioner out. people, the, the, the people that give out these licenses aren't even going to let him do this. That, that, that's why you got to pair him with uh, Evander Holyfield. They don't want nobody want to see them old, <laughs> them old folks going at, man. I'm trying to see that. I need to see Evander. Pair, I need to see Mike and Evander one more time, man. For old time's sake. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Who you who you got up next? 
Uh, I'm just looking for what's next in UFC. I think they're showing, telling us uh, May June 30th. 6th. Oh, well, I got oh. May 30th here, UFC. 10 Friday. days away? Oh, yeah. But uh, to be determined. Um, I don't know if that'll go through. But, yeah, I think the only ones that can go is the ones that are in uh, okay. Florida. and um, But, ah, but yes, you never know. Yes. But you never know. Yep. So, what do you think? Shoot, even this one in, in, in June, June 6th, 6th. There, it's just, it's they don't even have the fight cards ready. And Mana Nunez is supposed to um, defend her title, but you never know. This could be canceled, so I don't want to. Oh, no, I think this is going to be good money. I, th- I just think they're waiting to see who the main opponents are going to be because that's kind of how that was last time. Because you know, because of the circumstances, yeah. they might not know just off the bat. So I think I think we'll be good money, man. Wow. Boo, Amanda Nunez. Yeah, Y'all every, gonna put some respect. That's the champ. Bro. Ain't nobody. Already, everybody champ. respects her. <laughs> they call her the best woman fighter oh, in history. Right. I'm just making sure. Everybody knows that she's about to come in and then Listen, destroy Felicia Spencer. Sure. Sadly, she's about to go down. <laughs> I don't even know why people be trying to fight Amanda Nunes. <laughs> I'm just making sure. He looks great as well, man. Great, man. Smart girl. Um, what's next, man? R.I.P. R.I.P. Shad Gasper. Yeah. The Shad wrestler. Yeah. Actor. Been in. He's been in a lot of things, man. Look. <laughs> Think like a man too. Get hard, brothers. You know what I'm saying? The game, Big Time Rush, Key and Peele. <laughs> but yeah, God of War, the game, Batman. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, Swim with the sun. Uh, and they both got swept out. Uh, lifeguards were able to save his, uh, uh, recover his son alive. He's fine. But uh, yeah, R.P. Chad uh, Gasper, man. We have a question from Meech. Meech on the beat. We missed this joint last week. Uh, he asked us, though, the NBA has to cancel their full season. Well, it's not the full season, but the season. Uh, should the players be given a second chance at the Rookie of the Year race awards? Nah, man. Nah. Give it to Java, man. It's going to muddy it up for the next year's uh, freshman. Yep. Can't do that. That's the that's the that's the disappointing thing, man, about this lost season. Is you can't there's no repeat. You just you move on. Um maybe it'll be blank, who knows? But you just it's unfortunate. Um Nah, they can't blank it out. They went through uh man, that's that's almost eighty percent of the season, in my opinion. They only got like a month left, wasn't it? Okay, yeah, you could probably bet on player. I mean, vote on player awards and give out player awards. Yeah. But as far as, you know, a champion or whatever, that's just going to be blank for the 2019-2020 season. That's what it's starting to look like, sadly. But the players are they're adamant. They're trying to make it happen. But me, I'm like, man, I don't see it. We're already in May right now, man. Um, the finals would have started very like, – Next month, soon. Um, I don't listen. I think. Yeah, they start in June. If you're not gonna start by at least the finals time, man, and it's not, then you just gotta scrap. You have to. This is. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. Man. Um, our last week's trivia was uh, what team won the lowest scoring Super Bowl? And people on Twitter think it's the Patriots. So let's see. 
They was cheating. Mm. They was cheating. <laughs> they won uh, 13-3. Ah, yes, the Rams. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. The Rams, who was supposed to be one of the greatest shows on turf. Forgot. They only did manage three points. Average 32 points that whole season. Only got three that game. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Y'all wish the Dolphins as the second team to not muster a touchdown in the title game. <laughs> Forgot y'all wasted our time. What, like two, three years ago now? Forgot. Wasted nothing but our time. Uh, what PGA Tour golfer was suspended for using a deer antler spray? VJ Singh? I think it is VJ Singh. How do you know? I, know, I feel like I remember this. What the hell? A former number one golfer in the world claimed that he wasn't aware deer antler spray contained a substance banned by the PGA Tour. Why did he even use it? No idea. I remember that. What? <laughs> yeah, I remember that, man. This man, VJ. Well. It's, it's, uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't know what you would need deer antler spray for, but. Um, go ahead. What, what, what you got? Oh, I think I know this. Uh, what player earned two World War oh. World Series rings as the starting shortstop for the New York Yankees in 1977 oh, yeah, I don't and 78? Boy, we were in the 70s. Yeah. Thurman Munson, it's probably Tony Kubek. Nah, know. Bucky Dent, Bucky Dent. <laughs> Bucky, he sound like yeah. That just, just sounds like a. Uh, I'm a know, grown man and named Bucky. So it sounds like the seventies player's name. What's Bucky. wrong with y'all, man? Yeah, hey, Bucky. For twenty fifteen, who became the youngest U.S. Olympian champion since Open. Bobby Jones? Open. No, the U.S. Open champion. Oh, U.S. Open. Yeah, I'm sure. And that is definitely Jordan Spieth. Texas baby. Easy, easy money, soon. Okay, now I got this. Who was considered the biggest bust of the 1998 NFL draft? Was it Curtis Ennis, Brian Lee, Grant Ringstrom, or Takeo Spikes? Finally got it down, man. Oof, let us know. Uh, Get us on Twitter. Shout out to everybody again who got all the shirts. Um, More shirts are coming in and hats are about to be here. Um, They should be here today. Let me ask this guy right now, matter of fact. Um, anything else you wanted to leave us with, man? Nope, that'll be all. Um, stay healthy, stay safe, stay, you know, be six productive. feet away from people. I'm trying to be productive, I can't sometimes work, but, but uh, J&J every day, y'all. J&J Appreciate every y'all. day.